Welcome to the Creative Cantina Podcast, where we believe you can't grow a business you love around a lifestyle you hate. I'm your host and business coach, Cassie Schmidt. I spent years missing out on life and my pursuit of arbitrary definitions of success. After a massive wake-up call in 2015, my mission became clear. I'm here to help creative entrepreneurs refocus on what truly matters to them and find a way to achieve it sustainably. Running a business doesn't have to be synonymous with burnout, and believe it or not, it is possible to grow your income and impact without giving up everything you love. So cheers to mixing up new ideas with a splash of strategic action and a little room for you to add your own creative twist. A few years ago, I opened a package I got in the mail, and I was a little confused because I hadn't ordered anything. But inside the box was a book, and this book was The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying by Bronnie Ware. After some digging, I found a little note that was indicating it was from one of my friends, but along with some of my life experiences around that time, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to episode one of this podcast, the lessons I learned from that book forever shaped the way I would approach life. And today, we're going to look back on the past year so you can gain some clarity on what you really want in the coming one. But before we do that, I just want to share with you the premise of what's in this book, which started out as a blog post. So I'll link both the book and the blog post for you in the show notes, depending on how much time you want to give to it. But basically, Bronnie worked in end-of-life care for many years, and her patients would share a lot of emotions with her, namely regrets. She noticed that there were a few that recurred time and time again, and so she kind of kept note of them and then turned them into the blog and then the book. And here's what they were. And before I say them, I just want to say I hope we can all learn from them. First one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. The second regret. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. And this one really got to the core of missing out on memories with their loved ones because they were so focused on the hustle. The third regret was, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. The fourth, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And the final tap regret was, number five, I wish I had let myself be happier. And with this one, she goes on to talk about how many realized too late in life that happiness was indeed a choice all along. As a business coach who despises cookie cutter solutions, I was trying to figure out how I want to approach this episode for you to be as helpful as possible. I was like, okay, I can review trends, what I've noticed over the past year, share opinions on how like I think things are going to change or what you should focus on in the next year. But at the end of the day, it wouldn't be very tailored to you. And it also wouldn't be very timeless, right? Those things change. They're fleeting. But then I realized that some of the most impactful moments I've had with my clients weren't when I shared information or walked them through a tutorial, but rather when I asked the right questions to help them create kind of a aha moment, right? So I'm not going to tell you what to do in the new year for your business. And frankly, it's, it's none of my business. In fact, I hope that you don't let anyone influence your goals or aspirations, maybe with the exception of the people closest in your life that you share life with, right? Because they're goals that you work on together. But really, this is about you. So when you look back on your life, you're not going to regret staying true to yourself and focusing on what matters to you. So without further ado, here are some of the questions I would ask myself as I approach the new year. And these can be applied to life. These can be applied to business, maybe should be applied to both. Um, but I'm going to walk you through kind of four categories and then a, a last couple questions that don't really fit into those categories. So category one, strengths. 
what worked really well this past year. And also, I just want to say a quick pause. If you want, feel free to listen and answer the questions as you go. You don't have to answer every question, but if a question you know, pops out to you, they're like, oh, that's a really good one. I feel like that's drumming something up. Feel free to like listen to a question, pause the episode, listen to a question, like use this as an exercise. I think that could be really powerful. So anyway, back to that first question. What worked really well this past year? Question two, what are you really proud of? What brought on that success? What are you really, really good at in a way that just seemed to come really naturally this year? And what are you known for? What kind of reputation have you been building? Like what do people go, oh, she is the go-to for that. What is that for you? And then weaknesses. What did you struggle with the most this year? What beliefs or fears did you have this year that you feel held you back? What tasks or parts of your business felt like they were constantly pushing a boulder uphill? Like they were just exhausting. You know, put differently, when did you feel most burnt out? And what were you doing when you did? What took up more of your time than you wanted? What are you leaving behind in the new year? Like what's not coming with you? And then opportunities. What could have gone better this year? If you could change one thing about your business going into the new year, what would it be? What's one thing you want to try this year that you've been putting off? Maybe because it's overwhelming or you don't even know where to start, but what do you want to try this year that you've just kind of been pushing down on your to-do list? Is there anything your community keeps asking for that you haven't offered yet? Like, do you offer this type of service, right? If people keep asking for the same things, is that something you may want to consider offering in the new year? What's one small way you can serve your clients even better this year? Is there any low-hanging fruit, aka low-effort actions you could take that would get you easy results? For example, following up for Google reviews or upselling clients where it makes sense. Is there anything like that in your business that you just maybe have gotten too busy and you didn't actually commit to doing it? Is there anything like that? How is your industry changing? And how can you take advantage of that? Who could you collaborate with in the new year? Okay, threats. This is the last category. If nothing changes, what parts of your business might lead to burnout? A different way to look at that is if you don't mix up how things are currently being done, what things are going to make running a business or continuing to run a business really unsustainable? What stole your peace this last year or really stressed you out? What might hold you back from achieving your goals this year? And just to kind of spitball here, this could be mindset things. This could be literal resources, knowledge. What might hold you back from achieving the goals you have for this year? 
And finally, is there anything that is happening culturally or economically that might impact your business in the coming year? And then this one, because I hate leaving on like a negative note, this one, try to think of ways that you could adapt to that, right? So for example, if economically your community is suffering or struggling and you know that people are struggling to afford full price sessions with you, maybe in the coming year, you have more of an emphasis on mini sessions. Obviously, we cannot control what happens in the world, right? Or culturally or economically. But if we can look ahead and see how we might be able to adapt our business to fit that change, it's going to be less of a threat. So what, what is happening that might impact your business? And then just a few more questions that, like I said, don't really neatly fit into these categories, but are still hugely important. In fact, I think these could and should be your guiding questions when you're setting goals in life or business. The first being what truly matters to you, not what is trending right now, not what everyone else is talking about, what matters to you? Like, what do you want out of life? <laughs> My husband asked me this, uh, I want to say like a couple of months ago, and I'm like, holy cow, what a big question. It really, you have to think about it pretty deeply because it's, it's huge. But that really shows what matters to you. And, you know, what do you want life to look like in the next year, five years, etc.? And are you currently taking actions that are going to help you get there? Or do you need to make some course corrections? And finally, how much is enough? This is a question I've literally mentioned so many times on social media, on this podcast, whatever, that is on a sticky note on my computer to remind me how much is enough? Because it is so easy to get caught up in comparison and like, you're not doing enough. Your business isn't big enough. You need to keep growing even for your own competition. I had a client who wanted to grow even more and more every single year. And when asked why, the answer actually indicated that she really shouldn't keep trying to just grow she should try to sustain and then make things more efficient because that's what she was really looking for at the end of the day. It wasn't about how much more money she was making. So getting really, really clear on how much is enough and, and getting clear on why it's enough is going to be such a peace giver to you because it's going to help you kind of come back to that anytime you're feeling tempted to like have to try, you know, the new service everyone else is doing or the new trend everyone else is seeming to jump on, right? How much is enough? And then finally, I want to do something a little different today. And I want to end with a quick prayer and I hope you'll stick around for it. It's just a few seconds long. But one of my goals for the new year, God willing, is to show the light and love of Jesus to more people. So with that, Lord, I pray that you bring peace and clarity to the person listening to this today. I pray that as they work through their goals for the new year and make their plans, you establish their steps that you remind them their worth is not found in what they do or achieve or even who they are, but rather whose they are, that they can find the blessings in the life they've already lived and continue to be a blessing to others in the year to come. Amen. P.S. If you haven't heard me talk about this already over on social media, I am facilitating another Bible in the year group in 2024. 
I organized this the first time in 2020, learned a little bit about how to create more of an organized structure, did it again in 2022, and I thought it would be a great way to connect fellow believers and even open up a gentle space to learn about God for those who don't know him yet. So if you'd like to join me and other creative ladies, click the link in the show notes. Once I have your contact info, I can get you all the details. This is completely free. We're going to follow the same plan together and then meet occasionally via Zoom to chat about questions we had while reading or things we discovered along the way. I really hope you'll join us. We start January 1st, but in the meantime, cheers to you and the fresh new year and all the blessings it will bring.